4205 cast. The Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. Today I have with me Theo and Joe and Anthony. Wait, wait. Are we missing oh, somebody? So close. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be three in a row. Hi, Chris. Oh, it, you're not here. It wasn't me this time. You were, you were, for a lot you of technically th- you were retired. <laughs> you like you you had to you had to like you told us like yo I can't do this anymore. And he still made it. And I, and I still made it. He still made it. Back. Three three weeks in a row. <laughs> three weeks in a row. <laughs> oh no, Chris. So. What are we gonna do, right? We had a plan, but <sighs> so you know, for that. yeah. All right, guys. I'm Andre. We're gonna start it off with not what you're playing because we're all playing the same stuff we played last week. So even me. Really want to hear it? Even me. Listen to last week's <laughs> episode. Last week's episode was good. Listen to it. <laughs> uh, so that's Final Fantasy 15, Pokemon Sun and Moon, and uh, Vagrant Story. Yeah. Three quality games. So, two of which are. Kind of new, and one of which is fairly old. Old, a little bit. I'll give it a, a, a few years. It can probably start drinking soon. Three no, <laughs> two or three years, you could it could start drinking. <laughs> so, I mean, you do start in the wine cellar, so you do. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, uh, it's almost Christmas. It's freaking cold out there. It's very cold. Like I'm, rem- I'm remembering some of our summer episodes. Like a picture on Instagram and you with the ice pack on your head. Ugh. And I'm like, man, can it be that again? You know what? I'd rather it be cold. I'd rather it be cold. I can dress warmer. You guys are terrible. I can't take my skin off. It is. <laughs> you can. Exactly this this cold, wouldn't be good. This cold weather will do it for you. You know what, Joe? You have a pool. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. And I don't like to suffer in the cold weather. <laughs> Two excellent reasons to like the warm weather. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah, I'm a cold guy. Me too. I was so. born in the cold, yes, so. me too. There you go. Y'all people are crazy. Mm-mm. It's unpleasant out there. I mean, yes, but I just layer up. It, it is less unpleasant than the swelter. You remember when your barbecue happened? Was, that was extremely unpleasant. It was yeah, hot. It was <laughs> pretty hot. It was the most unpleasant I have ever been in my life. I was able to stay outside and cook. <laughs> in a pool, right? I wasn't in the pool. I was cooking. Hey, I, re- I remember you in the pool. I was in the pool. Remember, <laughs> you were outside while everybody was shacked up in your house in the AC. The party was segregated. Yeah, <laughs> man. I was playing gunpoint. You were. <laughs> Which is really weird. I came and I was like, why the fuck is Dre in here playing? Why is everybody in here? What the fuck is going on? Oh, it's hot outside. <laughs> See, this is how cold it is. We're talking about the summer and being happy. <laughs> uh, I was not happy. I was happy. So, yeah, it's cold. It's cold out there. So in the Christmas spirit, uh, and considering that this is pretty much the end of the gaming year and there's no real special news to talk about, Super Mario Run came out today. Cost ten dollars. You need to be online to play it. Oh my god! Like, Fail. Like that new that news dropped while we were recording. Yeah. <laughs> Death knell to uh, to New York City gamers. Pretty much. I mean, Mountain Men <laughs> and people who have data plans. Rip. Yep. Anyone who likes to play games on airplanes, you can't. Eh, you, you, you could turn your Some phone airplanes on. do have this Wi Fi stuff now. Yeah. Newfangled. They don't. Apparently, phones no longer emit pilot killing rays, as uh, Penny Arcade old joke was. <laughs> <laughs> Why you can't play your DS on the plane? <laughs> plane mode. Uh, so, in the, uh, in the spirit of Christmas, 
we have decided on a, a interesting topic. Uh, we commercialism. Yay. Was it was that? <laughs> <laughs> Buying thing. Oh, sure. <laughs> no. Who here has watched It's a Wonderful Life? I have. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> I have. Jeremy Store. All right. Jeremy Store directed Deckard Kane. That was supposed to be a Jimmy Stewart impression. Like, no, 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 listen right here. I was like, why is he doing Deckard Kane? <laughs> Identify my items or something? <laughs> no, no, wait, 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 just a minute right there. So, uh, one of the more famous uh, Christmas movies. Um, so, in in the vein of It's a Wonderful Life, we've decided to try to examine what certain aspects of gaming would be like if things were missing. Uh, say, for example, and we're not going to talk about this, but say, for example, what would gaming be like if Mario never had the ability to fly? You know, some something like that. Mm-hmm. If Mario Run didn't have a data plan, <laughs> what would that game be? I would have bought it. People could have bought it. If Mario 3 wasn't featured in The Wizard. Hmm. So, uh, we're going to start it off because, you know, we are fighting game maniacs uh, with. Even the ones that aren't. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Odd, right? What would fighting games be like? If Guile was the main character of Street Fighter and not Ryu. Now let's let's clarify this here. Is Ryu still in Street Fighter? Um No. Okay. Alright, then yeah, it's much different. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't think we have fighting games in twenty sixteen. <laughs> Why not? I like Guile. Yeah. I like Guile's a very popular character. Yes, he is. I don't think he's a fun character to watch. I don't know about that. <laughs> Me per, as the layman. <laughs> Watching Guile turtle up in a corner is it my idea of like, Clearly this? you have never watched the Guile versus Guile where everybody is not willing to blink and, <laughs> and now I'm backing for 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the street, the street Fighter 4 Guile matches? <laughs> Those yeah. are tense. We're talking about Street Fighter 2. So let's see. So Guile, so Guile was who you, who you used in Street Fighter 1? Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we're we doing Street Fighter 1. Well, Ryu was the main character of Street Fighter 1. Oh, so going back there. We're assuming Street Fighter 2 is a reboot. So I, I guess, I guess the, the, the crux of the question is, what happens if, fighting, if the fighting game genre was built around Guile instead of Ryu? Right. I think it's a very different game at that point. Okay. Okay. A lot of I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's as offensive as... If like Ryu or another Shoto was the main character, yeah. The thing the thing about Ryu is that you know you had a parallel in Ken, right? So you had this sort of this this two character system that you saw persisted in say Mortal Kombat with Sub Zero and Scorpion, mm -hmm. and maybe like even go as far as like Fatal Fury with Terry and Andy, mm -hmm. or Art of Fighting with Ryo and Robert Garcia. Or King of Fighters. King of Fighters. Yori and Kyo. Yeah. It's always there. Yeah. Right? Even like Tekken, I guess. Last Blade, Kaede, and... Uh, Tekken with Jin Moria. and Kazuya. Yeah. Yeah. So... That, like, that set, that, Both that of set them? the theme for like... Because, you know, you have that... You that, have that, that, rival. That, that rivalry yeah. going on there. It's not really like, you know, good guy versus bad guy. Jin was in the first Tekken? 
Was Jin in the first Tekken? No, I don't only remember so. Tekken three in Final Fantasy. It was Kazuya and Heihachi. Yes, mm-hmm. and then from that on, Jin was in there. Yeah, and don't forget the volcano. <laughs> How can you forget the volcano? Yeah, Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> so, uh, have you played it? Uh, not just any fighting game, but have you played a, a game with a combat system that was heavily based on countering? Um, Soul Calibur. Does that count? Uh, Dead or Alive. Sure. I mean, I'm, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't mean necessarily fighting games, but I'm like oh maybe oh like an action oh gamer yeah yeah absolutely. Revengeance is pretty much all countering. Right. At least when I play it. Uh, the thing that. I feel like a a guile-led fighting game scene would look like would be kind of very counter-based. Hmm. So guile is pretty much a defensive character. Yeah. Which probably goes honestly against the like the the design choices that go into a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you're meant to attack. You're like you have to beat up the other guy. And guile is like you know. Hold up a little bit. I'm gonna stay back, so you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You can't advance that plan. So it it, it does seem kind of counterintuitive that fighting games would be based around that. And I think I agree with Theo mm-hmm. that if fighting games were designed around that, they would not have even taken off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just feel like for me, I'm, again, the layman here, fighting games. I'm supposed to be going forward, not yeah. holding back. Well, that's what Street Fighter Five was all about. That's that philosophy. Go forward. You know. Mm-hmm. See how good that's done, right? <laughs> so I guess that fighting games would be more like a game of chess then. Fighting games are already kind of like that. But yeah. it would be more like that where I I guess more obvious like that? Yeah. Like this, the, it'd probably be... Uh, it's hard to say because it's such a rough analogy. But mm-hmm. It would be like more... It would be slower. Maybe a little more RTS-based. More methodical. There'd be more time to think. You know, as you're saying this, I'm, I'm starting to think, and I'm like, wait, maybe I would be a bigger fighting game fan. Because yeah. <laughs> fighting games, why well, I can't do it, I, my fingers don't work as quickly as my, right. my mind works. Uh-huh. So if it was slower and more methodical, I'd be like, you know what? I could probably pick this up. Mm-hmm. You probably have... You're gonna, if you're going to base your games around a defensive character mm-hmm. like Guile, you'd probably add more maneuverability options to make the game more interesting. Yeah. You know, as... Sort of like a sort of like a tower defense kind of thing. I love tower as the, defenses. As, as the onslaught continues, you fortify a little more, mm-hmm. and you have to find ways to the opponent has to find ways to breach the off the breach the defense a yeah. little more. And if they or, fuck up, you yeah, counter. You definitely see a lot more. Th- you definitely see a lot more three D, three D fighters, with like a with big, huh. with probably big stages. I didn't think about that. Yeah, more ways around. You probably utilize the Z axis a little more, mm-hmm. the Y axis, I should say. You yeah, know, there'd be a lot more vertical movement. Might be more like you know, kind of like Power Stone, kinda like Power Stone or some Dragon Ball Z fighters like Budokai, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You, it would be slower though. So, do you think with Gal being a main character, do you feel like Street Fighter Two would have been the breakout success, or would it have been what's what was the three D Street Fighter game? Um, uh, EX Plus. Do you think that would have been the game where they kind of figure it all out? It's interesting. Because I, I, I agree I agree with that 3D thing because I feel like you have more maneuverability yeah. to like get out of situations. That's exactly what, how it would evolve. Huh. Because nobody likes playing against super defensive characters where you literally can't do anything. You can't, you can't move anywhere. Right. So that would have been like... Alright, I'm thinking back to my like middle school days when Street Fighter 2 was like really the most popular. Mm-hmm. And you know, being being good at the game was like really a rarity... 
and like things were like considered really cheap and dishonorable and right. people still cared about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You you do you think that the idea that throwing would have been quote unquote cheap would have existed if Kyle like was if you can get any if you can get any offense in that would have probably like <laughs> It would have like made the uh, if people were watching. They would have gone crazy. The throw would have been hype. It yeah. wouldn't have been cheap. Like you got in there, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. There's, then there's the other characters you have to think of. You know, if only Ryu and Ken are in the game. You know, who gets on? Who gets in on Guile the best in Street Fighter Two? Uh, probably it would probably be somebody like Vega who can uh, change the angles. Yeah. Well, Vega, m- mind you. Only playable in Championship. Edition. That's true. Yeah. Not in base Street Fighter Two. What if someone like a like a like a like a Dalsim? Oh, like, was it a reach? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Dalsim wasn't really that popular of a character back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't maybe until Super where people understood what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, if the game was based around Gal, I'm pretty sure everybody would have figured it out a lot faster. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Also, how the, how would the story have progressed there? I mean, the story is definitely something that would have been different. More like you know what? a two movie. <laughs> kinda, yeah. Kind of like, like that. When you think about it, Ryu was kind of inconsequential to the Absolutely. whole story. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so um, it is, when you think about it, it's kind of Gal's story. Yeah. Gal and Chung Lee. And and to be honest, that's, that is how it is in the actual game, too. Oh, yeah. The movie. Yeah, definitely. It, Ryu just kind of happens to be there because he's so... Uh, he has such a strong spirit that Bison <laughs> ends up being interested in it. So I guess because he wants to take his body or something and make Ryu his next Bison clone. Do do Guile now learn the, the, the dark flash kick? <laughs> <laughs> this probably is like sort of like a dichotomy with Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> so what about uh, since we've removed Ryu and pretty much every notable fighting game has used Ryu as some sort of basis. Uh, Looking at you, Ryo. <laughs> I'm thinking about Virtual straight Fighter. Up, straight up S, straight up SNK and, and almost all of their characters have used Ryu as some sort of basis at mm-hmm. some point. But even in Mortal Kombat, Sub-Zero is a fairly fairly close uh, analogous comparison to Ryu. Yeah, I, I suppose. for that, Especially for that game. Yeah. Uh, but you even, you even have, I mean... Virtua Fighter, you don't necessarily have Ryu style moves, but you have a character that looks just like him. Looks just like him. Yeah. So, this, I mean, like it's 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 Karate Man, <laughs> right? And it, you know, this like is just what Karate Man, yeah. Kung Fu Man from Mugen. <laughs> He's a, it's dude in a karate gi with a headband. He punches and kicks. Yeah. That's it's it's about as simple as a design you can have. I yeah. mean. That's just martial arts in a nutshell. So, <laughs> but does it end up? Would something like this end up making Paul Phoenix the main character of Tekken and not hmm. Jin and, and Paul Jin. Phoenix is kind of like Guile Ryu already, isn't it's, it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see I mean, that. It's like it's dude in a gi with crazy blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> that's what he is. He's some. He's, Guile and Ryu put together, he gets gives you Paul Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of Ken. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yes. instead of the gi, he'd just have on you know military fatigues, <laughs> and that, it would have made him a military man. That is true. Huh? With a normal haircut? With a normal probably like a guy mohawk, shorter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So speaking of military fatigues, in this hypothetical world where Guile is the main character, 
what do you think this game appeals to more, Westerners or or Easterners? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the uh, I think the fighting game genre probably appealed to Westerners immediately as sort of like you know you had arcades and it was like a arcades were like a social gathering place back then they suddenly you had this this competitive game yeah. and that just kind of lends itself to you know it lends itself naturally to people just crowding around and flocking to yeah, it yeah but then do you see guile as a main character and be like fuck yeah America <laughs> I don't know if that kind of patriotism was kind of that uh, well maybe it was I mean it was like kind of like in the middle of the cold war hmm. maybe towards the end towards the end like there was that rigid, you know, nationalist attitude was yeah. kind of waning mm-hmm. in the in the wake of the um, you know the the fall of fall of USSR. Maybe if it maybe if it was earlier, like I'd say sometime in the late eighties, mm-hmm. that might have been that might have taken off a little more. Yeah, but it's also you know, it's also a, a Japanese game, that Japanese game maker making American characters, so. <laughs> They're so good at doing it. Right? They're like, amazing. Look, They're the best. Look, look how look how blonde and hairstyly he is. Yeah, no <laughs> eyebrows and everything. There is, however, that really good theme song. So, would his theme song be as good if he was the? It would still character. yes, it, still it would be. be. It would still be. It would good. be the best theme song in the game. Yeah. Still, <laughs> that's. I don't know. I think. Um, Guy will be in the main character. The breakout star might have been Street Fighter Two. Definitely not Honda. That's a shit. No, no, not e Honda. Not e Honda. Uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone really. I think of of all the characters in that game, Ryu, Ken, and Guile are certainly the most appealing. Yeah. Yep. And we're talking about like pre-turbo and yeah, all that yeah, stuff, right? Like, uh, Street Fighter 2, just the world just, war. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Guile had all sorts of redizzy combos in the original. <laughs> he, he was, for somebody who was supposed to be defensive, he was kind of a really brutally mm-hmm. offensive, destructive character in that game. Well, that was Street Fighter 2. Right. Yeah, Street like, Fighter 2 is not a very well-balanced game, but hmm. Guile could redizzy you like two times, and that's it. You're just yeah, done. Everyone had redizzies, and that's all. <laughs> Like you had Geef, who's like you know, burly Russian. Dalsim, who's like, definitely would never appeal to Westerners. No. Blanca, who's just basically gimmick just, animal. Just weird. Yeah. 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 I think Geef maybe. Geef Chunli probably would have Chunli maybe could have could have carried it. Maybe not back then. Hmm. But I I think she needed to she needed Turbo yeah. before she would have been able mm-hmm. to contend against like a a main character guy. Yeah. Also, it's a, kind of like that weird, you know. You have instead of the motions, you got it's a charge character. Yep. We forgot yeah. to mention that. Like that's important. That that is the that I mean, I guess you're right. We didn't actually say it, but that that is kind of the crux of the argument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that that's what we have been discussing it from that vantage. Like you take away Ryu and Ken, and the only character with those with those kind of motions in that game is Dalsim, really. Yep. Because you got Chun Li who's charge, you got Blanca who's charge. E Honda's charge. E Honda's charge. Zangief it has like buttons and circles. Mm-hmm. So the only one, the only one left that doesn't have those kind of those kind of commands is Dalsim. So he so, would have been the, a very unique character in that game. Yeah, I mean he kind of is. Mm-hmm. Definitely is. Yeah. You, 
Right. Outside of his stretchy limbs mm-hmm. and everything, but right. He's that, there's he, a lot of charge characters mm-hmm. in OG Street Fighter. Yeah. So like I'm thinking maybe like it was the game designed around that because even even with freaking even with Championship Edition, all of the boxer is a charge. All mm-hmm. of the Vegas charge. Charge except license charge. So God is not. So right. wait, has Capcom been trying to sell us charge characters all along? It could be possible, you know. Huh. Which is why I found Street Fighter Five so jarring. Yeah. Hmm. There are no charge characters until DLC where they were all charge characters. <laughs> what are you doing? Just mix it up a little bit. Hmm. It, makes you w- it makes you wonder, like, did they design this game originally? Around God? Charge, around like Kyle. Maybe they did. And we just it, read it the wrong way? Yeah. Because remember, like, Ryu and Ken is, like, inc- inconsequential to the whole thing, honestly. So they probably added them after the fact. He's like, I don't know if they added them after the fact. Well, I mean, maybe not after, like but you they... Have, you, have, you have these two characters who are, like, front and center. Mm-hmm. Like, the first characters you see, the highlight you start with Ryu. That's, that's the first... No, movie. but I'm saying they, they maybe they could have designed the game around, like, maybe using a Guile or, you know, Honda or something like that. And they're like, this game, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna appeal to anybody. We need to put some... Some fighters in this, possibly. We'll never know because you know, Street, like I said, Street Fighter One featured both Ken and Ryu, mm-hmm. so I don't think actually that was the case. Oh yeah, yeah, true. And those commands were definitely <laughs> present in Street Fighter One. I keep thinking Street Fighter One well, doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> they, the the commands were they were they were certainly harder. Was weird. that the pressure sensitive ones? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I keep thinking that game doesn't exist. Street Fighter One well, was a weird game. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That it's was the first Birdie was in that game. Was that? Birdie was in Street Birdie Fighter was 1, in right? That game. Gen was in that game. Huh. Eagle. Eagle. Sagat was the boss of that game. Sagat was the boss. Yeah. Why is he not in Street Fighter 5? What? I don't know. Okay. Five new characters. He. Five brand new characters. <laughs> no Sagat. Sagat will be in it. Like I said, five brand new characters to the game itself. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like the most savage backpedal. <laughs> Even for Capcom. <laughs> No, Sagat will be in Marvel before he's in Street Fighter Five. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> Put Sagat in Marvel 2016. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's change gears. Uh, what if Halo was a multi-platform game and not Xbox exclusive? And not Xbox exclusive. Well, I bought my Xbox. Well, I didn't buy an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> it was given to me. I received an Xbox and accepted it for the sole purpose of playing Nazi Little Republic. So. Hmm. So nothing would have changed to you. Nothing would have changed for me. <laughs> it would have been exactly the same. Pretty much, and it uh, didn't really work either. I don't want to be reductive, but I don't think we see an Xbox 360. You think it's that important? I think Halo 1 and ostensibly 2 multiplayer is incredibly important Probably to the two Xbox. two more than one, actually. Well, yeah, but... One because it, they made first-person games on a hand, uh, not a handheld, on a controller. Golden you could say gold. You could say GoldenEye, but I Golden did say GoldenEye. <laughs> I did say that. I but GoldenEye was always clunky. It, it was even at the time. I, I felt it was like this isn't right. It really, it was clunky. Yeah, like Halo. Halo was weird, but it. I was like, okay, yeah, this this feels good. I agree with you. Because, uh, you know, when you think of Xbox, you see Master Chief. That's it. He's the face. Like, even though... Yeah, even like, though he has a helmet. <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> 
god. The faceless face of the <laughs> He's like I remember remember a couple couple E threes ago mm-hmm. when he had like the giant statues. Mm-hmm. It was Mario for Nintendo, mm-hmm. Kratos for Sony, and Master Chief. Even though there was not a Halo game besides, I guess, ODST. Yeah. And what's the Halo Wars? Yeah. It was still he's the face of he's, Xbox. He's damn Mario. He's ex- yeah, he's Mario so like I don't think you see a three sixty or Absolutely Xbox not. One. Because I I knew one person with an Xbox growing up, and he was weird. He just, <laughs> like, he wow. had all the, yeah. And and X- had Xbox. And instead of a PlayStation 2 is what you mean. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I was like, why, why do you have that? He's How like, do you oh. play your DVDs? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I, just, I just really play Halo. That's it. And I was like, wow. And that, that's kind of when I, not, that's not when I realized it was incredibly important, but it's like years after the fact where I was like, wow, they modernized first-person shooters on consoles. Mm-hmm. That was the first the funny thing. The mm. first time I played Halo was on the PC, actually. <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally, they did everything they could to not put that game out on PC. Oh, yes, they did. did you, you, That was a Vista exclusive, right? No, I played it on uh, PC, on XP. Yeah? Yeah. Did you hack it? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall. It was like five years too late, and it was. I don't think it way, ran well. Way after the fact. Yeah. yeah, way after the fact, and I'm surprised Anthony has something in common in that because that's where I played Halo. <laughs> I mean, like for me personally, I don't care for Halo. Mm-hmm. If I ever play Halo, I'm gonna play for the story. I won't play for it. And it's funny because I love Destiny. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't, I don't care for Halo much. Yeah. But I know personally, like, it's a juggernaut game for Microsoft. Yeah, absolutely. Xboxes. Absolutely. They'll, they'll make, they'll make Halos as, as, as much as they've made Mario. And, and the Halo story is actually pretty good. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's and then really have, good, actually. Yeah, I like the, it a lot. Movies from it now, like Red versus Blue stuff like that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> So uh, Microsoft was not winning that console generation, even with Halo. Not even, but. They were I still mean, in the running. Halo was the reason the 360 pretty much won the next. Right, because they still didn't win that generation, but the next generation belonged to Microsoft. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you were able to just pick up Halo on whatever system you wanted to, uh, why, why are you getting the Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. It, is it for the convenience because it had the four controller slots? Maybe. Does that make it more convenient to play Yeah, but Halo it was like it? also 600 pounds. <laughs> so this thing was heavy. <laughs> I, and, and the system or the controller? Both. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> the, god. The, no, the I'm talking about the. Nah, I'm talking about the. Um, what was the second revision? The Duke? No, the, the Duke, Duke was the first Duke one. Was the first one. Yeah. Yes. The S. The S yeah. Type S. Huh. Much better controller. Honestly, very good. When I think about it, I can't think of any other game that's Xbox exclusive other than Halo. And there was an RPG, um, Suteki or something like that. I can only think of those two. I can't think of another. Yeah. Well, like I said, I played Knights, Knights of, the of the Old Republic. Republic. Yeah, um, WWE Raw. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> look at the, look at its be pedigree. Would it be forty fuel five cast without a wrestling reference? <laughs> Ugh. But look at its pedigree. Like, I think of the Xbox. Are we still talking about wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, I think of the Xbox, and I literally only think of Halo. Yeah, that's what you think of when you think of the Xbox. Yeah. Did you that that, that in green. Yeah, that in green. The color green. And the the, the circle breaking. That and radioactive green. <laughs> yeah, it had a cool opening. It did. Yeah, it did. Did anybody own an Xbox? I know I didn't no. own it. Nope. Nope. I, I had no said, reason I was, to. I, I didn't purchase an Xbox, but I, I mean, did have you, one. You owned one. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Want, had no reason to. One, but one out of four. Thanks, thanks, Tim, for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gave me a... Uh, wait, Ninja Gaiden. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah right. I, I have, That's uh, true. Uh, Ninja Gaiden and Black. No, no, Black was the Black was the um, yeah. Sigma, and Black was the right. Yeah, I remember that. playing Ninja Gaiden in my old workplace during the break. Yeah, yeah, because my, my remember my Xbox didn't work anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I brought I brought this I brought Ninja Gaiden to work, and I played the hardest difficulty mm-hmm. on my breaks. In front of an audience, because mm. I was playing Ninja Gaiden on the hardest difficulty. Like, Holy <laughs> shit! Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing would have changed for you. You didn't play Halo no. on Xbox. Mm-hmm. You didn't own a 360, right? So it'd have been exactly the same. I guess, but you know what? Like, there's certainly the when you, when you take away the when you, when you take away the success of the 360, you also kind of take away the success of the 360 arcade. Absolutely. So does all that stuff go onto the PlayStation now? I don't even think so. Because the gaming even exist? Yeah. Mm. To the level it does now? Not only that, with Microsoft not being in the gaming scene anymore, now we have the Windows 10 store where you start to see Microsoft integrate more of their games into the PC a lot more. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to suggest like where would PC... Not where PC gaming is, because let's be honest, I mean, it's pretty much still... The out, stepchild, yeah, yeah, it's still out there as far as it, but like now it's starting to see more integration, mm-hmm. and without Microsoft in this in the picture, because you know Windows is like the thing, yeah. If you want to play games, even like even stuff like Linux barely runs games. <laughs> Linux barely is, runs. Microsoft is the is is the operating system of choice for people who want to play video games on their PCs. Mm-hmm. So now they're starting to integrate that a little more into their own operating system, which is cool. So in the future, if that they don't succeed in that, what does that look like? It's still pretty much Steam. Yeah. You know, it's even though it's even though it's kind of yeah. that it, already it already is. Yeah, but, but like, in the future, like I said, yeah, the, yeah. the future mm-hmm. of it is, you know, with, with direct integration into the operating system. How would like? It's 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 difficult to speculate because it's not here, yeah, and it may not even really take off. Mm-hmm. But I think it's certainly taking taking steps towards an interesting place yeah. right now, and you wouldn't see that if Microsoft didn't succeed in their gaming venture, and Halo certainly helped with that. Yep. You know what? To piggyback off of this whole thing with Halo, another game that was exclusive to Xbox was like Forza, started on Xbox. Oh wow, Forza did start on Xbox. Yeah. And I like, you know, look how big Forza is now. You have Horizon, which is like an open world game now. Mm-hmm. Didn't what was the game with the Kudos? Um, Project Gotham. Project Racing. Gotham. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was the Xbox exclusive. Also, it was. Second, it wasn't yeah. really good, but yeah. <laughs> like seven Forzas has come out since the last Grand Turismo. <laughs> yeah, not a question We're between five and yeah. Because the back then, Grand Turismo was the yeah, it, like, was the big racing thing. Yeah, yeah. it was like. People were in awe of it every yeah. time it came out. Like this looks just better and better every time. Mm-hmm. Pushing the limits of the graphical settings on this on these things. So yeah. So now think about it like this. Now Forza really took off on the 360. Mm-hmm. Three. Mm-hmm. Now 360 doesn't come out. You don't have this game. I guess people still look at Grand Turismo, but like they're not putting anything out. Yeah. And then when they do put something out, it's not good. Yeah. So. That's that's the marquee racing game yeah, right now. Forza. Like no ifs ands or buts about it. Yeah. And not only that, like. Say what you say. Say what you want to say about the the Microsoft and the Xbox, but their online capabilities are still the best between the consoles. I I feel like I own both. And yeah. I still feel like like is, that, is that is that part of? Does that relate to how successful the Halo multiplayer is? I think so. So you're saying basically the success of the Xbox 360 mm-hmm. is pretty much reliant on 
Halo existing. I don't know if it's exclusive, but it I think they helps a yeah. Lot. I think they ironed out a lot of things with the first Xbox because the first Xbox had pretty good online um, capabilities yeah, okay. as well. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, for it the was time. Started, it was the start of yeah. Good. It was certainly better than what was available on the PlayStation. Which was 2. which yeah. was what? Which was Final Fantasy buy an additional uh, an hard drive yeah. to like, actually get online. Even the Dreamcast had an Ethernet port. Yeah. Yep. So I think they were like ahead of the curve on that, and then just like refined it with the 360. So and, I, I, and certainly the Halo multiplayer probably edged that along. Yeah. Significantly. Oh yeah. Halo Two. I remember when they uh, people were, people were like fighting to keep the Halo Two servers on. I <laughs> one night I remember when they said they was gonna delist the oh close the servers for Halo Two, and I was like I never played Halo Two, never even played the online mode. I'm just gonna jump onto this. I got fucked in that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but hardcore, a little hard to get into yeah. that. Game oh right yeah, now, with, with those people uh, and. But I had fun, and those those people were still like still playing it years after the fact. I wonder if they're playing it now on the re-release. <laughs> I don't know. They probably are. Mm. Maybe they moved on since then. Who knows? Mm. Might, might be worth looking into. Yeah. But yeah. Do you think? Do you think that maybe some of these exclusive titles? You'd see because I don't believe Forza isn't uh, in-house Microsoft. It's um thing. play. I forgot the I forgot the people, but it's, um, it's not in house. So, they they probably would have been able to publish on the PlayStation as long as Sony wasn't like, oh man, you're destroying our franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, but they would have destroyed the franchise. <laughs> I think like I've played both games and it's night and day. Yeah. Like, I never played Gran Turismo when it was at its high point. Mm-hmm. I watched my brother play because he was a big Gran Turismo fan. Yeah. Like. I don't think there's any comparison. Yeah. Not, even, not even like a little bit. I was a huge fan of um, 3 Aspect on the... Was that the PS2? PS2, yeah. I was a huge fan of that. It felt like a racing RPG to me. But like the moment I played Forza 2, I was like, this is... I prefer this game. Yeah, and then it's like... It, and it, like I said before, it gives you like... You can have the track, the real track thing, Motorsports. Mm-hmm. Horizon. Big open world drive around as much yeah. as you want. I pretty much the whole United States map pretty mm-hmm. much. is like, come on now. So without without Halo, Truck Simulator wouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a it's an interesting domino effect, right? Yeah. Uh, what if, what if Halo's multi-platform they decided to say we're gonna put this on the Xbox well, and continue developing for the Mac? Th- hmm. Well, that just brings up another thing to consider. You know, you have if Halo's multi-platform. Remember, we mentioned the PS2's online functionality sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sucks. Ass. To be generous, yes. So, would it be fair to say that more PlayStation adapters would have been purchased to play Halo online? <laughs> yeah, probably. I, there's a lot more people who had the PlayStation, so if they decided that they were going to get Halo on the PlayStation, they would have been getting the, those uh, HDDs. Nope, they wouldn't have. You don't think so? Nope. Final Fantasy Eleven came out, and who here has played Final Fantasy Eleven? Final Fantasy XI didn't quite take off the way Halo did. No, but that's a long-running franchise, and people still didn't buy a hard drive to play that game. I don't think people would have bought a hard drive to play Halo. Why would you need a hard drive to play Halo? It was part of the Ethernet. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it would have been released differently. I I would expect it to have been released a little differently. Maybe. (laughs) Well, that's as far as I can can take that. Any any further than that, we can probably... (laughs) It's probably wildly speculative. Yeah. Yep. We're just shotgun facing it now. 
<laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we can we can get into a little bit of a, a gray area, I suppose. But uh, yeah, we could we could touch on the next one. So, what if Blizzard, which could probably be summed up as the pet company of the forty two hundred five cast, <laughs> decided that they were going to release World of Starcraft instead of World of Warcraft? I would have a subscription right now. <laughs> Are you sure? Maybe you wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I don't know, man. Maybe. Like. Space is... Maybe they would have crossed over with World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> space I mean, is... certainly do it now, right? Like, yeah, yeah okay. we're, we're out in space. <laughs> space is um is near and dear to me. It's like the mo- one of my most fascinating like themes or settings ever. So them having a world of StarCraft seems very alluring to me. You remember World of Warcraft uh, was kind of in competition with EverQuest 2. At the time, okay, yeah. So here you have you have Star if you have Starcraft instead. Mm-hmm. Here you have something that's fantasy based mm-hmm. and something that's sci-fi based. So do they still compete with each other in that? I mean, they're still the same kind of game. Still, still an MMO. You know, one is you know interplanetary. The other is you know magical, mm-hmm. fantasy based, medieval kind of style. So does that really? Thematically, it's it's far different, even if the gameplay is very similar. Yeah. So how what, how does that work itself out? Can I just ask you a question? What's sure. more interesting to you? To me? Yeah. Um, it really I guess depends. I guess at that time. It, God, it depends on the mood I'm in. Yeah. When you I, say interesting, you mean like which one was in space or medieval? Yeah, like low fantasy, yeah, maybe high fantasy. Yeah, because you know, like pe- people who like what I like. You know, mm-hmm. we're into we're into fantasy sci-fi, kind of like 50-50 almost. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We like we like our Star Treks the same way we like our say Lord of the Rings. You can say sure, that. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> sure, we still, we'll call it Lord of the Rings. Whatever, <laughs> fine. So I don't know. Uh, I think I think honestly, Blizzard still has the edge here mm-hmm. because like EverQuest had this still had this uh, stigma. Mm-hmm. About it, and Blizzard just was like Blizzard's properties were still kind of fresh at the time. Mm-hmm. War, Warcraft Three was a was, was a pretty good success. Starcraft yep. was still Starcraft was pro, was freaking huge. Yep, yep. Back like even back then, like Starcraft came out like the late nineties, two thousand four was a smash tournament hit. So I think the reason they went with Warcraft is because they wanted to boost just, that up. Not, 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 not necessarily, but they had this other IP yeah. that they could use to make money of. They could like put StarCraft off and like you know have that have that thing be its own thing and have mm-hmm. World of Warcraft be there, the MMO thing. Yeah. But suddenly you bring StarCraft into this MMO and then you know, do you do you get that that budding esports crowd into that? Do like does the popularity of StarCraft take off even more? Does the does the possibility of a sequel in the future kind of taper off? As like, because you see what happened in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. After that, there weren't any more Warcraft RTSs. Right. And the only RTS we got was StarCraft. Mm-hmm. So does suddenly now, does StarCraft Two become Warcraft Four? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. What would have been their second pillar? Well, Diablo's still around. You still have your Diablo. Hmm. Um, and you got, 
but we're, this is we're, basically what we're saying is that Warcraft and Starcraft are swapping places. Like Starcraft is the MMO, mm-hmm. Warcraft is the RTS now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very weird. If so, you the, ask me. so basically, you think that the change wouldn't be big; it would just essentially boil down to a swap of. I, yeah, I, well, I that, agree that, that was that was my first thought. I have mm-hmm. other thoughts about this as well, mm-hmm. and the popularity of uh, how this took off. You know, you have the three. There are three major factions in StarCraft. There's the Terrans, the Protoss, and the Zerg. Mm-hmm. My first question to you is: Is the Zerg a playable race? Probably not. If I'm going to be perfectly honest here, can you play orcs in Warcraft? You, you can. There's, there's there's the alliance, which comprises of is human, night elves, gnomes, dwarves, and mm-hmm. vanilla, and the horror, which is bait, which is orcs, trolls, tauren, and the undead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's kind of like you know, fan, the typical fantasy good guys, typical fantasy bad guys. Yeah, yeah. But not really. Yeah. But yes, but not really. Quarter bad guys. Yeah. Quarter, Quarter bad guys. Yeah. I, I, I think you yeah. add sub races to that. You might, but because Carrigan is here's what here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You have the you have Terran, Protoss, those are your factions. Both have the Zerg as the enemy, but they're still enemies because, you know, the 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 cost of the Starcraft triangle. Mm-hmm. But you don't have the races. Yeah. Because the Terrans are human, and the Protoss are Protoss. Mm-hmm. So you have to have like that kind of branch off in different ways there. Obviously, the classes you have like a Marine, yeah. Ghost, maybe Firebat or Medic or some some stuff like that. You're like Templar, from yeah. Protoss, Zealot. Maybe if you want to be fancy, you put Dragoon in there or something. You know, you have. You have units you can base your, your yeah. classes off of. I think I think them having less classes or less races mm-hmm. would have them have have them basically have more more wiggle room to like get crazier for like expanding out in the universe and traveling to like, Possibly, different places. But I don't think it would have been as successful as what you had in World of Warcraft, where you have. You have you have a single faction with a bunch of races mm-hmm. and like have they have class abilities that factored into the, the the uniqueness of the character you were creating. Yeah, you know you have you can be different than everybody else. Whereas if it, if you were basing it off of StarCraft and your choice is humor to Protoss, male and female, you know your uniqueness is really diminished there. Like where does where did the where does the uniqueness of the character creation come from? Mm-hmm. If StarCraft is your MMO, yeah. Like, how do you how do you work that in? Do you have like maybe you have like clans? Maybe you pick a human clan or like a nation or something or or like a planet. You can be like, oh, the humans of Korhal or mm-hmm. you know the Terran resistance or the Protoss or you know like the the Dark Templar Protoss and that kind of thing. You know that's probably what you have. Mm-hmm. You know you don't have different races, just different factions within factions. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the the actual the colors uh, for each, you know, each player number had a different color. Yeah. But these colors actually did have meaning in the universe. Right. Uh, much like in Warcraft, I don't necessarily remember all of the faction sub factions in Starcraft, but stuff like Dalaran and Alterac, or Gilneas, right, Gilneas, Lord Lord Ron, yeah, the Black yeah. Hand, and and such. Uh, 
these all had colors in Warcraft 2 and Warcraft 3. Mm -hmm. uh, similar stuff could be done with them in StarCraft. Yeah. And they do the colors did have meaning in StarCraft. Right. So. But it's, it's just color because, you know, you can be a... Like if let's see if you if you're a human player and you have a night elf friend you look different. Yep. You look very different. Even more different if you're on the horde side and mm -hmm. you know one, one's a green orc the other's a blue troll. There's there's things going on there but so like the factions within factions thing is like you need to you need to design them thematically enough that it's the difference is notice, noticeable on a on a glance. You look at this person, you say that person's from this faction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know that, or this person is this 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 character is a member of this clan. Mm -hmm. This par this character is a member of the other clan. You need to be able to identify that in a glance if you really want that kind of uniqueness. So, like, so, it, this is definitely the world of StarCraft is a is a harder game to theme. You also your your universe is a lot bigger. Yes. Yeah, which which I think sounds more interesting to me. It does, but in 2004, how viable is that? It's very I true. I think very valuable, though. I think people want... You don't think people would like that diversity, that open world? Mm. People would love that. I mean, the, the appeal is certainly there. Yeah. Absolutely, the appeal is there. But how do you pull that off? How do you give people entire planets to explore? Mm. By without, way, like, my DLCs? They, they, they've messed up this entire planet to explore things just this year. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, years later. <laughs> even, like, we, like, they've been going to other planets in Warcraft since the first expansion. Mm -hmm. But that was, like, an entirely, like, that, that was an entire other expansion. Here you have other planets in your base game. <laughs> Do you just wall off some parts of the planet, or... I mean, I think in today's gaming, I think they would pretty much do how they do every other game. They would have like, let's say they give you, no question. I I don't. I've never played either StarCraft or World of Warcraft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, for StarCraft, do you have actual planets like Earth, Mars, stuff like that, or like planets like from I guess their part of the world? The others, like you know, they have their own planets. They have their own. Cosmic mythos. Okay, so like for example, yeah. like the base game would have four planets. Oh, let, that's too much in today's game. Let's say it has three planets, two or three planets, right? Mm -hmm. Every DLC you add another two or three planets. So you don't think so? That's how the gaming industry. But is where were these planets before the DLC? I mean, yeah. where was everything else that's in the game? They get the they DLC? get FTLs. They oh. travel further. Yeah, like I don't see. I don't see. I don't see. very hard. because you could look at planets as zones, basically. Yes. That's what I'm saying, but you think of you think of you think of Azeroth, which is the World of Warcraft mm -hmm. world, and just how much of it there is. Mm -hmm. There's like two continents you can go between. Does each planet have that? <laughs> how long did it take for the first uh, Warcraft expansion to come out? Two thousand four to two thousand six. So two years. That's, that's a that's a yeah. while. That was a pretty long time. Okay. Yeah, because I was saying like you could have that planet be the planet you're on for the first one and then with the expansion you have another planet but the thing is in a game like starcraft mm -hmm. you want to go out there you do because you're already your your character is from a is from a faction that is already spacefaring mm -hmm. so is everybody spacefaring though yes 
Oh yeah, they it are. is like space truckers. Space 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I still feel there's a way to do that. I, I think there's a way to I do it. Know, I agree with you. You can't cut people off from that. You can't. Do, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't design a, a space a game based on space exploration and not give them space to explore. That's true. So maybe maybe, yeah. maybe they understood that in yeah. 2004. Yeah. That's why they decided precisely why we got World of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I never played. I would. Both games always sound interesting, interesting to me as a kid growing up. Mm-hmm. But I've always been told stay away from it. So. <laughs> never, never Good got, advice. Never got a chance to really like this. Ga- this game is great. Never play it. Yeah, that's pretty. It's like yeah, Adam and Eve is like, hey, this apple is amazing. <laughs> Just don't take a bite out. Of yeah. It. So, okay, great. Thanks. Thanks for telling me that. World of Warcraft is a sin. Uh, I do think that. Well, you said that you don't think that the Zerg should be playable. I think they should be playable because the the standard PvP setup of A versus B would be pretty interesting if it's A versus B versus C. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I just don't see how you work that into a marketable standpoint. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm pretty sure there's a little room for everybody enjoying some type of Smash style. You're probably right, yeah. and Blizzard is a lot more creative than I'll ever be. Yeah, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Uh, so in a world of StarCraft, mm-hmm. what are their mounts? Well, you got vultures, <laughs> vultures and dragoons. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you Maybe. just you just grow better legs as. <laughs> really? Grow better legs? So in order to get your mount in the in the protest faction, you have to die? <laughs> so that's what the Dragoons are. Uh, They're resurrected right. Protoss. <laughs> they might change that. Yeah. <laughs> retcon it? They might retcon that a little bit, yeah. That, that, that's a... That's a good question. Can you merge with another High Templar full-time to become an Archon? Oh, man. (laughs) If you had to do that with another player character, and then you couldn't actually play your character (laughs) anymore unless you were both Imagine the forums, like, Blizzard, please give us dual-controlled Archon (laughs) characters for our husbands and wives. (laughs) Where are Archons? What happened? This were the the original plans. We want Archons. So, question. Would you guys ever go back to playing World of Warcraft? I'm thinking about it actually. This guy has at one point. I've, gone I've done back. it twice. Mm. I've gone back twice. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm done with that game. So, has it ever recaptured the the magic you had in 2004? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I came back for a really shitty expansion too. That's the panda one. No, oh, that, I heard that one was really not great. Shitty. But Warlords of Drainer is pretty much. That and Cataclysm are universally considered the worst of the expansions they've created. Cataclysm World was the third was one. Just, um, Cataclysm was after yeah, was after Wrath of the Lich King. They, they, that's when they wiped the world, right? Yeah, so they kind of reset it. Okay, all right. To like bring it in line with their current vision, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they had to have some excuse to redo everything, so that's what they chose. I don't understand how you could have... A an expansion around Deathwing and it, it falls flat. It's Deathwing. It's Deathwing, yeah. Uh, it's I was when play- I stopped playing. I wasn't playing at the time, so I really couldn't tell you. I know Warlords of Draenor was meant to tie in with the movie and came out way too early mm. and fell flat anyway. Had a content drought for over a year and I don't know how the game survived it, honestly. <laughs> Apparently Legion is amazing is what everyone tells me. It's just mm. It's just too late, if yeah. you ask me. Yeah, I'm, and you know, you said in games come out in 2004. It's a 12 year old game. 
Not not many people are playing twelve year old games actively. Yeah. You know, he, like he said, he said, listening to somebody playing Vagrant Story. <laughs> right, but what, but see, but what happens when you're done with playing Vagrant Story? Well, probably, yeah, it's, it's going to go away again. It's, it, you're right. Goodbye. You're right. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to be playing it steadily for twelve years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. So, I, I mean, these guys, they they did something to Amazing. even have yeah. this game still be relevant right now. I both I both think that game is older than what it is and younger than what it is. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I'm like. 12 years old is, is, yeah, gay, I guess. I think, I thought it was older. No, I thought it was younger. What the fuck? You know, Who knows you, what it is? If you, if you don't have World of Warcraft, we also don't have Leroy Jenkins. We yeah. don't have Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins is probably the the biggest thing, biggest meme to come out of video games. That's, that's my extent of yeah. Warcraft knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had some pretty sick World of Warcraft rap battles back in the day, too. I'm not even joking. They had, this, <laughs> they had the Druid Boys. Ugh. That sounds terrible. Oh, it was terrible. It was also <laughs> really good. Could you imagine Leroy Jenkins, like a random Marine running in, a bunch of mutilists are swarming around instead of Drake. That'd be crazy. That'd be, that'd be funny. <laughs> I'm trying to picture this in my mind. What would a StarCraft Leroy Jenkins be? <laughs> it would be different. It would be much different. What about Dota? What about Dota? What would Dota be? That's a good question because if you get Warcraft 4, <laughs> you get more Dota and Valve doesn't do that. Yeah. You make a good point. Does Blizzard keep Dota? <laughs> Does Blizzard incorporate one of the one of the I think Blizzard's biggest failings is with how in-depth their map creators were yeah. in terms of the the editors was allowing Dota to not be theirs. That, that, listen, I just was just like reading some old PC gamer article where Gabe Newell was talking about, you know, the person who created the Counter Strike mod for Half Life mm-hmm. before they bought the the mod for Half uh, for the mod for, that was Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. So Gabe, like obviously, Gabe Newell saw that and was like, "We need to make this ours." Yeah, and he did. Yep. <laughs> Counter Strike became huge. And, st- and you need to play. You need to have Steam to play Counter Strike. Yeah, and that's and then and the rest is history. Yep. You know, so if freaking Blizzard had picked up Dota and capitalized on this years this, ago, this yeah, this MOBA market that eventually spawned Dota Two, League of Legends, and all these other all these other MOBAs, in- including ARTS, their own Me Too MOBA. Yeah, and it's all over the place. Like and. Dota was huge. Dota was the only thing people were playing in Warcraft 3. Yep. The only thing. And I don't understand why they just let that go. Because, okay, I just had a thought connecting to this. Mm -hmm. Blizzard and what what they did with StarCraft 2 and what they're doing with Overwatch. They're very into doing their own thing. And not capitalizing on somebody else's thing. Like they've always been more about taking ideas and making it theirs. Hmm. So I don't. That's probably why they did. They didn't pick up Dota to begin with. They were probably thinking about how they could make it work for themselves, mm-hmm. which is odd considering they actually never did that. Yeah. And eventually we got Heroes of the Storm, and 
it hasn't really taken off. I mean, it, it's, it's fine for the genre. It's but been a colossal mess in the esports world, mm-hmm. right? It's you know, and you know, StarCraft Two is kind of floundering as it is as well. I was just about to ask: Did they? Did you? You think they didn't want to cannibalize on their StarCraft Two scene? The thing about the thing about the StarCraft Two scene is that it developed kind of organically, independent of Blizzard. Okay. So, Blizzard wanted to control that. Mm-hmm. Blizzard wanted. We StarCraft wanted that for themselves. Yeah. So that's where StarCraft Two came in the picture. They, they, you know, they, they organized everything themselves. They took Edited. it upon themselves to create the tier system. To, yeah, to, yeah. Create, to create the like, inf- they wanted to control the infrastructure that the esports that the StarCraft was bringing into esports. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you, that, that's why you didn't see Dota being taken by Blizzard. I mean, I'm, I don't see why they didn't do it. They should have taken a look what Valve did with Counter Strike and said, "We can do this with Dota," mm-hmm. and they should have. And big mistake, probably one of the bigger mistakes they've ever made. Yeah. Like they're certainly they're like they're not as successful. They're pretty big now. I mean, like World of Warcraft was a huge success. Like even today, I still call it a success. Twelve years old, it was good for what it was. Very successful. Overwatch is doing extremely well. Hearthstone. Hearthstone is amazing I, I, for I think, them. I think they're doing very good, actually. They're doing very well. I mean, but, but imagine where they could have been. With the Dota money. With the Dota money. Mm. <laughs> imagine. Like, that's where the esports is. It's an ARTS. Yeah. That's where it is. That's where all the money is. So Valve's Dota, that's not called Defense of the Ancients, right? It's just, it's just Dota. Dota. This is called Dota. But that's, what, that's, what Dota <laughs> that's what Dota means. No, I know, I know yeah. that's what it means, but I remember, I think with the lawsuit there, it was like, can't, you can't call it that. It's like, okay, Dota. How about that? <laughs> it just is what it is. Dota 2. Just like, the letters, what? you know? <laughs> Nobody calls it defensively. Dota. What does it even stand yeah. for anymore? And I think Dota I, I think Dota is taking over League of Legends at the top at the top mobile. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Everyone, League was a... Uh, pretty much every time I hear someone talk about League compared to Dota, they're like, oh, Dota's so much better. Dota's really? so much better, yeah. I mean, I've, I've played League, but I haven't played Dota. Mm-hmm. So I can't really speak on that for myself. Fucking Steam installed Dota onto my <laughs> PC. I hated that. I was like, what the this. fuck is this? Man, Delete. Pushing that out there. <laughs> like, I don't Man. want this. This is like when when Apple just downloaded a U2 album to the cloud. Like, <laughs> don't remind me. You don't I did like not you. ask for this. You don't like U2? Next thing you'll be telling me is that you don't like Bruce Springsteen. Uh, oh. Let's not go there. <laughs> Like I like let's look into my albums one day. I'm like, this random album play it says YouTube. I'm like, what? I know YouTube album. Come to find out, like Apple did like a worldwide thing where they push it to everybody's Apple device. Like, what was it? Was it an old YouTube album? It was nah, a new one. Yeah, oh, so it's like yeah. super neo pretentious Bono. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, not even Octoon Baby or anything like that. Come on. <laughs> All right, next bit. What if the Dreamcast was successful? Never had one. It would have still failed. <laughs> Somehow, some way, it would have still failed. All right. <laughs> what if? That's it. All right, whatever. That's it. I got nothing there either. <laughs> Call of Duty did not introduce RPG elements into its game. Anthony would never be a god in Call of Duty. Wow, that's what it takes <laughs> really? to be a god, that's the RPG takes. elements? I'm, not, I'm just... 
So you really, you really are one of us, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I admit it. I don't like RPGs. I Everybody love play RPGs. As much as a kid. Nobody um, did as a kid. You would have a very boring. Nobody did but us. We were the weird people for playing RPGs. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys really were though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I got made fun of for I playing mean, RPGs. We had we had entire games based around these extra elements that these other games had. <laughs> <laughs> So Call of Duty takes the simple thing of gaining experience and basically turns it into its multiplayer mode. Mm-hmm. And you unlock stuff as you gain experience. Progression, unlocking skills. Hmm. And this sounds like pretty much what happens in almost any RPG. That you don't say. Ever played, so. <laughs> certainly, certainly if this doesn't happen, RPGs get less homogenized. You, do you think that RPGs would... I mean, the the classic JRPG genre. Do you think that that genre would still be relevant today? No. Without it's it's barely relevant now. Yeah, I I think if anything, this has helped it. Call of Duty. I I think that Call of Duty actually kind of helped destroy it. Really? Yes. Hmm. Because that sense of progression that you only got from RPGs, you get from literally every single game that's made now well yeah but look at this though a call of duty match is how long sure six minutes a couple a, minutes yeah. a jrpg is hours long I, I don't think people would have had the time like everybody's it's, a grown adult that, now. that kind of comparison is unfair mm-hmm. it's the comparison is more you know how long is a battle in an rpg versus a six minute call of duty match so you get your experience in the battle. Okay, yeah. So that's that's probably where the where the comparison is. Yeah. Okay. How, yeah. How enough. long does one person play Call of Duty? Period. But every match is different, theoretically. Uh, so how many hours did you put into? Would you say you put into Call of Duty? Four. Modern Warfare. Modern oh no! You you, you you jumped into two, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, which one? Um, Modern Warfare. Yeah, and anyone you put the most hours. Anyone, yeah. I mean, Modern Warfare two. I probably put. A, a good probably like almost a thousand hours yeah. in Call of Duty. I mean, that's a lot of experience. It is. But after a while, you stop actually gaining benefits, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you have prestige, like, and, prestige and then you, you rinse and repeat and mm-hmm. stuff. But So they, these give you, these levels give you like functional upgrades and stuff within the game. Yes. So without this, you don't have like mismatched. You know, mismatched matchmaking, if you'll pardon the expression, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, I think if Call of Duty didn't do this, something else would have. But what other genre could have you think so? I think so. I think, I think shooters would have just been Doom and Wolfenstein. They had to, they had to evolve somehow. Like I think, like okay, much like open world games mm-hmm. were the inevitable advancement from where video games started. I think adding extra elements into other games like RPG elements into Call of Duty mm-hmm. was natural progression of the advancement of video games. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. So definitely if Call of Duty didn't do it, some other shooter would have. I don't know maybe, because... Maybe I, Battlefield would have done it first. I feel like mm-hmm. when you play the original Legend of Zelda, that that's an open world game. 
So you could see the in progression. A sense, yeah. In a sense, yeah. In a sense, it, 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 very rudimentary, but right. yeah. I, I consider open worlds like you see something off in the distance. You can travel to it. Yeah, but you know? again, for the NES, that was kind of an open world game at the time. Right, which, I, is, I feel like, which is one of the reasons I say it was the natural evolution of yeah, the Yeah, but I feel like with shooters, I don't really... I feel like there was like a stopgap. It was the Doom shooter mm-hmm. and then the Call of Duty shooter. Right. One's, I don't feel like there was any like... One's a single player experience, one's a multiplayer experience. I actually, you know what? <laughs> Thinking about it, I wish Unreal Tournament had did it. I think I think, I think a, an RPG element system fits into something more along the lines of like a tribes or a long-term mm-hmm. tournament kind of system more than like a military shooter. I don't know. I think that's more skill-based though. Mm-hmm. Like purely skill based, I I think ta- I think military shooters are probably a little more skill based. Mm. Certainly, like the Rainbow Six games, oh. which, which I think actually had an, ex- an an experience system, if I remember correctly. Um, Vegas, not like the original Rainbow. Oh, the, ra- Six. the original. Yeah. Okay, my, my brother was big into that mm-hmm. back in the day, and you had like I think you had like a ranking system. Um, but like that's not that's level that's a leveling up system. We're talking yeah. about like actual like progression, gaining new things. Yeah, and I I, I really think like a well we get, we have a game like Planet Side right, mm-hmm. which is like a, a FPS MMO. Mm-hmm. So you have that you have that there too. Right. Can't really say much about Planet Side though. I, I didn't get to actually play it. The it was fun. But the the idea that experience is more than just an indicate like you look at Overwatch, your experience meter just is essentially how long you've played the game. Yeah, right. that's it. Uh, in Call of Duty, your experience meter is getting you uh, weapons, right? And, and Battlefield uh, to a lesser extent too, and such. Honest, I I think that's bad for overall game health. I I, I mean, agree, one hundred percent. The popularity of the Call of Duty games tells me I'm wrong though. Hmm. Yeah, but there's like uh, there's this dopamine drip that you're only really playing it for that that ding. Yeah, ding, and you get and ding. you get something new that you can use and yeah. try out. Yeah, you know, but there's also balance issues there. You got to work out like how much better is this than your other stuff. And then how much power powerful are you with the new players? Do new players even want to get on board with people like you know running around mm-hmm. like that? That's ter- really what kind of one of the things that turned me off of Titanfall. Yeah. Is you know that that kind of progression, but that and kind of progression and what's funny is the first time fall didn't really have that. It had like you know your core weapons. You had a mm-hmm. very small number. You right. got that, and you just played the game. But then people dropped off that game because they didn't have that progression for for hours and days and months after the fact. Mm-hmm. So people, so you need that then. You, it's 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 a weird catch twenty two. Yeah, you know? yeah. You need that longevity from your games nowadays. Mm-hmm. But before. Games had that long. Jo- people are still playing Unreal. Crazy people. people. Were still playing Halo. You just, we were just talking about. People yeah. Were still playing yeah. Halo Two. There was no rewards in that game. Yeah. But now people want that reward. They don't feel like they don't want to feel like they're wasting their time. Yeah, like like a Destiny. Yeah. That's what it really is all about. It's mm-hmm. gaming is an investment. Yeah. Of your time. You know, you have single player shooters like you know Doom was pretty much lauded this year. Crit- yeah, critically acclaimed. Yeah. People loved it, thought it was great. Does anyone play the multiplayer? Is anyone still talking about it? I didn't even. I, I honestly forgot I had a multiplayer. Yeah, which was not well received. No, yeah, it wasn't. To be, you're right. That is a fair point. But you know, it's gonna be. Is it gonna be? It's gonna be forgotten about by the time it came out next year, mm-hmm. May 2017, 
Nobody's gonna remember it. Yeah. People are gonna be like, oh yeah, Doom came out last year. And Doom was pretty good. I, wow, that was surprising. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I got to say about it. Right? I mean, the, how, the shooter, but, shooters needed something. Shooters needed something different. But how did Overwatch succeed so well? Because you don't really have progression in that game Charm? other than loop. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, I that's all I got. Charm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the company that made the game. Yeah, I they have the backing of Blizzard, so. Hmm. Like public opinion, outside of this table, mm-hmm. general opinions of Blizzard really weren't that great. I mean, certainly during the Vivendi days, definitely not. Right. You know, but now that they've you know broken off, of, I think they've they're in a kind of a renaissance since they've broken off from Vivendi. Mm-hmm. And Overwatch is probably Overwatch and Hearthstone definitely proof of that. Um, yeah, so like something else would have done this, if not Call of Duty, and it would have happened. Just as quickly. Mm. You know what? I think I partially agree with Joe. Like another game would have done this because I think it's more the fact that people are so excited that I get to not play a shooter game, but I get to play RPG at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like that diversity, even like with. But people don't know that they're well. Maybe now, but at the time, people didn't know that they were playing RPGs. Yeah, but I, f- I feel like well, th- th- there you go. Because then you lead into something like your destiny. Yeah, like that's where you like you you'll have a, even like you'll have like some regular like basketball games. Mm-hmm. Basketball games have an RPG element now. You mm-hmm. have to grind and do. You want to become a better shooter in the game with your character. You have to take a bunch of jump shots. That's grinding to yeah. get this particular yeah. skill or whatnot. I feel like it, part part of me feels like eventually some game say, oh, "Let's just throw this in and see what happens." Mm-hmm. You know what? I like that in sports games. Because it kind of simulates the, you know, if you want to get better at a game, you practice. practice. Yeah. And I think that fits more into a into a kind of a sports game than a shooter where, you know... You, you get more proficient like, at a gun. Here, yeah, you become more proficient with a gun. Here's a new gun. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 like, I like that kind of... I like the kind of thing in sports games. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish sports games had done it first. They probably would have... It probably would have, like... Giving me more of an interest in sports games at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to. I, I, I think we've kind of like reached a consensus of like how shooters would look. I want to talk more about how RPGs would look if this were like if this weren't the case. If this weren't the case, yeah, man. Uh, hmm. I mean, the RPGs I, would still feel unique. What? It, it yeah, they would probably they would definitely feel more unique if that didn't happen. But I think we get less of them. Well, it's not like we're getting that many now. We yeah. we are actually getting a lot of RPGs, but they're different kinds of RPGs. RPGs had to change because of stuff like this. Hmm. Because the JRPG doesn't really appeal to to that many people anymore. Mm-hmm. With the with the odd exception here and there, like your Bravely Default, yeah. and maybe your Personas. You know, even the Personas kind of niche. Yeah, like you, you you see like more Monster Hunter style games like. Xenoblade Chronicles X mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Those are people love those games. Those are very good. Those are very well received RPGs. I mean, things needed to be a little different because of the RPG elements in other games. You can't you can't take these elements that have been adapted to other games and make them sing and make them their own games anymore. Yeah, because it's like, oh, why would I do this when I could just do this and shoot people at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's probably a maybe broad answer. I'm sure there's somebody out there who would want that. Yeah, and that's fine. But these but these kind of advancements in these in these shooter games bring more people in, and they keep more people playing, 
and in, in shooters or other genres. In shooters, okay. In shooters, they they they, they keep the they keep the attention. They keep the player base going, mm-hmm. and they they're they're essentially its own marketing for the next sequel. Mm-hmm. And RPGs are just like you know one and done. You you do it, you're done. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got no more incentive to play after you're finished. You know, usually not any competition there. Yeah, and. Once you finish it, it's you put it on your shelf and maybe think about it years later. I think go back to it. I think something like Call of Duty like more open the gate or open people's eyes to RPGs because now people have that vernacular now to have like experience or grind. It certainly it certainly did, but like I said, RPGs had to change Mm -hmm. in order to get you know the fans back in. And I don't think necessarily for the worse either. I don't think for the bad, because there are like, okay, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna speak my opinion on this, mm-hmm. and you know I am. <laughs> I mean, this is why why we have the yeah. cast, right? <laughs> the the RPGs that have been released since this adaptation into into other other genres kind of don't really appeal to me. Okay, like the 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 fallouts that you have. The, the the Elder Scrolls games, mm-hmm. even like even before that with Morrowind, mm-hmm. you know, these the Western style RPGs like are haven't really been historically my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the way I speak about The Witcher, that's the that's the exception because I, I love that I love that series. I was I was attached to it. I like it. I stuck with it. Glad mm-hmm. I did. Um, and a game like Mass Effect comes out. And that's certainly, that's certainly a very unique game. Yes. Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. The first Mass Effect, anyway. Before it became, like, a big cover shooter. I, w- I was just about to say, yeah. yeah. Like, that... I, I saw this game, and I'm like, this is a great place for RPGs to go. Yep. The way Call of Duty introduced RPG elements into shooters, I felt Mass Effect introduced shooting elements into RPGs. Yeah. And it yeah. did it pretty well. And it did it pretty well. I mean, like, like I said, it's flawed. There's there, some clunkiness there, in the game. It's definitely clunky. It's all clunky. Yeah. <laughs> it is a clunky but, but feeling. That's game. the charm of it. And it, and then they that's and that's my big beef with part two. I feel like they, they dialed it back too I much. I wish they didn't. I really like, I Oh, Mass Effect One was an was a a really, really RPG game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> See, because RPG means role playing. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. But it was RPG. It, it, it was RPG with shooting mechanics, yeah. then a shooter with it, RPG it was, mechanics. You don't understand what I mean, even if it was a dumb way of saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got you. <laughs> it was an RPG first, mm-hmm. and a shooter second. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see like more of that kind of thing. You know, a, you know, we then Bioware went into more of a Western thing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Western style with like a Dragon Age Origins, so you were back to that, and it was, it was all right. Yeah, but, but or, Ma- or, Ma- like or, Ma- Origins Mass is an RPG though. Mass like, Effect was really the start of the something like the, I thought I could have gotten more with. And don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I, I like Mass Effect two and three. Me They're too. Good. Yeah. I was invested enough into that universe to be like, yeah, on the hype train, let's go. Yeah, but I think I really wanted to see more of what they could have done with Mass Effect one. Yeah. So as the as the the RPG elements gets infused into other genres, you end up seeing RPGs take from other genres 
does this now eventually lead to just a muddled homogenization of games? I think so. Yeah, because I'm definitely in agreement there. Uh, it's kind of why I like Xenoblade Chronicles X because it does its own thing. It does a lot of things wrong, but it is an RPG. They take what they need to take and they put their own ideas out there, as opposed to. I like Final Fantasy 15 a lot, mm-hmm. but it feels very. It, it doesn't really feel like an RPG, right? And this I, is why I was saying that I think that that this is probably one of the downfalls of the JRPG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This might this might have something to do with the, with why I'm struggling to find the game to enjoy mm-hmm. because everything feels samey and bland. And then the homogenization and accessibility to the, some extent the accessibility factors into it. You know, like when things when things are when things are too when things are basic yeah. like that. It, it just means that I don't have anything to delve really far. That There's far nothing into. unique about like it. The, the, the surface is there, and mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you step into it. And I'm like, oh, that's as deep as it goes. Yep. Well, what well, what else is there for the, me? The sad truth is, games are so expensive that you can't alienate anybody anymore. Right. That's exactly it. That you have these indie games that that come out and try like like different things, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are real artsy fartsy, and mm-hmm. really, and they can't really get behind it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like if you take a look at Owlboy, yeah, like that—that that is a pretty, that's a pretty generic game, yeah. That had a ten-year development art style. <laughs> like, come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, your game looks great, but ten years to put out a game like that—you really didn't have to go that far. Mm-hmm. Just give us a good game. Like, if you have a vision for a game, don't take too long on on the art style. That I think that detracts from the experience. Mm-hmm. Like your game might look great, but if it plays like garbage, I don't know how to play it. That's true. You know? Well to to Owlboy's point though, it doesn't play like garbage and it looks great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you mean though. Mm-hmm. So so is the next step for RPGs to dial it back now? Ditch the RPG elements <laughs> so that they differentiate themselves from the, all and, the and other what is that now? I don't think so. Like I think you really need to I think they've done a good job redefining themselves. You 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 can definitely you can definitely tell what an RPG from everything else. An RPG is still an RPG. Numbers, mm-hmm. numbers. If you <laughs> see floating numbers, it's an RPG. That's that's my love right there. Wait, numbers are bouncing off of the enemy. All right, this is me. All right, so we can we can close it up. Uh, I got one last one. Mm. Bonus round. Oh, pick, pick your head up, Ben. No, I'm, I'm waiting to see what this last one is. <laughs> okay. What if Chris was a part of the 4205 cast? Damn. <laughs> Damn, oh, son. It, it might be a Street Fighter cast then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> if you let listen, you really don't listen to it. <laughs> I'm just throwing things out there. I'm just saying. Um, it'd probably be the same thing. Probably be the same thing. You would have a three weeks in a row, and <laughs> we, we could have a three weeks in a row of of an actual five men. You told us you told me something interesting earlier. You said that the last time we had the full the full house two consecutive weeks was episode two and three. Yeah, and we could have had the first three the first three consecutive weeks of having all five of us here if 
that guest star <laughs> <laughs> who sits in that currently empty chair <laughs> that you're pointing at. <laughs> I'm pointing at. Since the viewers can't see. My finger point. <laughs> he was here. And he ain't. <laughs> well, it's it's been like that for the uh, almost 50 episodes yeah. that we have done. Yeah. So Winter, spring, summer. No. Rotated a... Uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> rotated a couple of guest stars here. It's true. Between uh, Chris and Anthony. But, you know. Um, life. Life. Yeah. Life, you know, life, uh, life, uh, and that's and that's part of and that's part of what we are about. Is that you know what, we're not we're not really changing up anything because life is happening. We're yep. life. We're uh, growing old. Finds a way. Uh, we're going, we're going growing old with games, and you know that that's just kind of what it is. You know, I was at work the other day, and I sat down. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be an adult anymore. <laughs> don't want to do it. Nah, I like being an adult. There's perks to it, but it's perks to it. I miss. There's no RPG elements. <laughs> <laughs> it would be better. You gotta right? level up to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Put some RPG elements in adult life. You know, there's gonna be some augmented reality one day. DSX? No, where it'd be like you know you accomplish something and you gain experience for My it. My superhero power would be stat tracking. Mine would be dental regeneration because I hate all this. Dental <laughs> <laughs> some, some weird powers, guys, but okay. Stop I want to know how much steps I've taken in my life. Teeth at people and grow them back? Sure, why not? Okay. No, not, not dental projection. <laughs> <laughs> dental regeneration. Well, I mean, if you can't project them, what's the point of regenerating them? Hurt. You know, you, <laughs> you, need to, you need to have some reason to regenerate them. That is better than super arthritis. That's bad. That's also one of your powers. Yeah, it is, isn't it? (laughs) You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, uh, Maglomaniac.com, and EvilAvatar.com. Want to talk about Evil Avatar for a second? Why? Sure. Why not? Uh, Got a little issue with the fact that we don't post too much? On it, look. We're reclusive. I'm. Which, I'm as introverted as they get. Which question? Why am I the host? <laughs> <laughs> Biggest introvert on the face of the planet. Don't, I don't like you, talking to anybody. You don't talk to. You don't talk to. You barely talk to us. I don't even talk to you guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> In the chat, you're like, "Hey, Dre, what's up?" Like, mm, yeah, whatever. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, you know, there there are some valid points in that. So. We'll do what we can for you guys. You know, we also do shout you out on every episode. Yeah. So it's not like we are doing nothing for it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, we see the point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and we could probably benefit from that on across all of our social media. So we understand the point. We we thank you for the feedback. Uh, Constructive for, feedback at for that. The, yeah. for, the, for the point of the fact that nobody actually interacts with us. <laughs> So, <laughs> so we can't get mad if, mm-hmm. if we want if they're gonna call us out on something that we're not doing you well. You can't you can't banter with an empty ballroom. Mm. So, uh, we will do what we can. Uh, maybe maybe not me. And yes, <laughs> there is a china cabinet here. It really is a china. <laughs> it really <cabinet>. is. <laughs> that was almost broken last week. It's almost broken every week. It would have been very bad. Maybe guys, Anthony, I need to switch guys, chairs. Yeah, I edited the china cabinet in. 
What? No, you didn't. It's right there. I, I have to pull the curtains back. I have to show how the sausage is made. There's no China cabinet. To be fair, the China cabinet has been here for more episodes than Chris. <laughs> Whoa, wow. <laughs> okay. Is that the our fifth member? <laughs> At this point? You know what? It's the only one that's been here for every episode. <laughs> that's true. It, fuck. Nope, that's not true. Episode 10. Episode 10? <laughs> it was not was here it for my it. house. You, you also have a China cabinet. No, I have but a hutch. It's different. What? It's Same it's, thing. No, it's not. It's a hutch. It's a hutch. There's no, there's no China in the hutch. So that's a Skoski. This <laughs> fucking starts getting the hutch What is wrong with you? <laughs> Thank you.